Wine, Food, Talk. NapaBroadcasting.com. Thanks for joining us here at Napa Broadcasting. We're so fortunate here in the Bay Area that we have so many places to visit. We talk endlessly, sometimes until we're exhausted, about visitors here in the Napa Valley. We've worked hard and sometimes fought hard to make our community a world-class destination. What I think we don't do enough of is looking at other visitor destinations. How are they doing? What are they doing? And what can we learn from them? I've tried to do a little of this lately, which brings us to our conversation today with Carrie Theis, the third-generation proprietress of the Hofsis House Hotel in Carmel, and she also happens to be the vice mayor of Carmel. It is my pleasure to welcome Carrie here to Napa Broadcasting. Carrie Theis, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Jeff, for having me. Well, it's a delight to have you here. First of all, I want to talk a little bit about your family history, about your hotel. You're the third generation. This is something that that your family's been doing for a long time. Give us a little of that background. Uh, Absolutely. My grandmother uh, was Donna Hopsis, and she and her husband, Fred Hopsis, came to Carmel um, from L.A. in 1947, and like so many people, Uh, Once you come to Carmel, um, sometimes you can't stay away, and they decided to move here. And they purchased a a couple of little cottages, and they uh, lived in some of them, and they started to rent out the others. And that was the start of the Hofstra's house. Um, And then uh, about 10 years later, my grandmother was enjoying the business so much, she decided to build onto those few cottages and she built a four-story building uh, for t- with 25 more rooms. And that was pretty hard to do in Carmel because um, they did not want an appearance of large buildings. If you've ever been to Carmel, you know we're known for our small cottages, our cottage architecture. So um, luckily, she built this building into the hill. So from the street level, you only see two stories. Um, So she was a pretty dynamic woman, uh, and she um, uh, really fought to uh, create the Hofstra's house. And then about 10 years after that, she also added on to it. So we have 37 uniquely decorated rooms, with uh, some with ocean views. Uh, We're one of the few hotels in Carmel that has a pool and a meeting room and dry saunas. So we really, uh, because we're third generation, and I'm actually working on the fourth generation with my son, uh. um, we we really do try to extend family hospitality to people that come here. And when you were young, you worked around the hotel. You worked uh, by your grandmother's side. Tell us a little bit about growing up in the hospitality business. Well, um, it was wonderful. My grandmother and I were very close. Um, I was really the, the granddaughter or the daughter that she never had. She had um, one son, my father. And so my summer jobs were spent helping her out here in Carmel. And I remember as young as eight years old, um, helping uh, guests go to the room and taking them towels and and um, our layouts a little, can be a little confusing, so helping people get settled quickly. Um, and I really learned a lot about customer service, which I think can be uh, something we can apply to any job that we have. And so it's really the customer service focus 
and um, some of the background accounting was helpful. But I think for me, it was really being able to meet people and from around the world and um, talk with them. And that's really uh, the fun part of the hospitality business. And you did something we certainly see a lot of, particularly here in Napa Valley. We see it with wine families. You went away for a while and then wound up coming back. Yes, um, I did. Um, I uh, got my education. Actually, I was very interested in marine biology. So um, I, I received a bachelor's and a master's in marine biology emphasis. And then I just started to work in the computer industry, which was really helpful um, and, uh, I also worked for the state government. So, um, it really helped me with, uh, coming back to the hotel, bringing the hotel back into, uh, computers, because when I came in 2000, the internet was really starting to go and get very popular. So, uh, we were one of the first hotels in Carmel to have a website, um, and really start using the internet as um, a marketing tool. So uh, also, I did some management while I was um, outside in, in government, and that really helped me uh, for what I do now as being the general manager. Mm-hmm. And tell us a little bit about Carmel itself and how you've seen it change in all of these years. Well, um, so... The, the biggest change in Carmel is back in the early, you know, 2000s when it was the big dot-com bust, we started to see a lot of people from the Bay Area purchase a second home here in Carmel. And so instead of it being primarily a residential community, um, it, it, it changed because about 50% of our homes now are second homes. So we have... We don't have a, a residential uh, population that's here all the time. So that, that has changed. Um, but in terms of the character of Carmel, um, you know, we're very adamant about certain building regulations and ordinances. So, um, you know, we don't allow neon signs. We don't allow big box hotels or big box stores. No franchise food. So from that perspective, things have not changed. But I think we also have to recognize with the Internet, um, retail has changed. And so one thing that uh, has changed recently in the last five or six years is that uh, a lot of our wine growers here in the Monterey County, um, they were sending a lot of their grapes up to Napa, Jeff. Um, They decided to start making wine here. And we, they opened up wine tasting rooms in Carmel. And that has been um, a huge uh, shift for us because now we have an experiential type of retail where you can come, you walk, you can taste wine, you can shop, you can visit our art galleries. And of course, we have wonderful restaurants. Mm-hmm. So I think the wine tasting for us has added a new dimension to our retail. And one of the the big issues in Carmel today, you know, I mentioned in the introduction, and I'm sure you know that many of the same issues that Carmel faces in terms of visitors, second homes, housing, all the things that uh, you're dealing with are similar to things that we're dealing with here in the Napa Valley. Talk a little bit about what's what are the hot issues in Carmel today? 
Well, um, admittedly, uh, tourism is a hot issue here in Carmel. And, um, uh, you know, there's uh, a lot more people in the world and there's a lot of people traveling. So, um, you know, we're, Carmel by the Sea is just one little square mile with a beautiful beach, um, you know, a beautiful downtown area. So it's very concentrated. Um, it's not as spread out as Napa is, for example. Um, so we get a lot of tourism. And what we're trying to focus on is we only have a 1,000 hotel rooms in Carmel-by-the-Sea. We have 45 inns, um, but we only a total of about a 1,000. So we're really focusing on uh, our marketing on uh, appealing to the overnight traveler uh, and so that people, when they come, they walk everywhere. There's less of an impact on, on you know, congestion and cars because they can park uh, at the inns, walk to the beach, walk to downtown. So tourism, trying to balance um, having a lot of people come visit and realizing that two-thirds of our budget uh, is coming from either the hotels or the retail so, uh, and one third is from property tax. So we really need uh, our visitor and we're trying to appeal to a visitor that appreciates the natural beauty we have and um, will um, keep it the same way um, when they leave. And those people, not unlike your family that have been there for generations and generations, how have they adjusted? How have they dealt with all of this change that's happened? Um, you know, that's, that's, um, s some people <laughs> I think, um, uh, are more accepting of change. I think, um, they are, uh, people that live here full time are very active, uh, with government. So they put a lot of pressure on, um, um, city officials and our staff, our city government to make sure that th when things change, they don't change, um, a lot. So um, they, they've, I mean, when we have uh, city council meetings once a month, um, it's packed. <laughs> the chambers <laughs> are packed with 60 people. <laughs> so we do have a lot of um, engagement with um, our residents. And um, uh, so it, it is, a, I have to admit, Jeff, it is a tough balance between the business and the residential community um, because, um, you know, we have uh, a, a police department, we have ambulance, um, we have fire services, and all with less than four-minute response time. And uh, so, you know, obviously our, our only industry is really tourism. Uh, we don't have a business market. It's truly a leisure market. Um, so we, we have to be, it, it's a tough balance. And um, so we're kind of, uh, one of our residential uh, associations is very concerned about buses, large buses that come here just for a couple hours, for instance. Um, and that's more of what we call the day visitor. So we're trying to get our head around um, making sure that when people get off the bus that they're uh, cognizant of some of our unique um, rules and that they, um, you know, are able to disperse and get a, a really great feeling of what Carmel's like 
um, even in a short time. And of course, for you, it's it's an even more delicate balance because on the one hand, you're you're listening to the community, you're you're have to have the interests of the broader community at heart as as vice mayor, but also concern about tourism and and the success of the Hofsa's house. Right, right, and um, I think that's um, I think part of it is educating people. Um, that we really are trying to market um, in the off-season. And our biggest challenge is during the week, Sunday through Thursday, because the weekends, we get a lot of weekend uh, business from the Bay Area, from uh, the um, uh, Central Valley and Los Angeles. Um, But trying to get people to come during the week, Sunday through Thursday, is really um, focusing on that so it it doesn't burden everybody just on the weekends. Well, it's a good reminder to our listeners that if they want to come visit uh, and they want less crowds, Sunday through Thursday is the time to go. Exactly, exactly. And I think that it is a balance um, trying to, um, having a business, and that's one reason why I am on the city council, is I think that the council um, before I was on it, they did not have anybody who actually had a business in mm. Carmel. And um, when you come to Carmel, and we have some interesting ordinances that you can't just put a sandwich sign out or balloons out outside your place of business, I think I love Carmel for what Carmel is. So I don't want to change the charm, but you need to learn how to do business in Carmel. And um, it's a little different because you, you know, some, uh, some people come in and then think, Oh, well, I could just put a TV in my window and I can just <laughs> um, put, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. So um, I think what keeps people from uh, what helps people want to come back year after year um, and draws them to the magic of Carmel is the charm that we have and the uniqueness. And as a city council person, I don't want to change that at all because um, that is really what um, differentiates us. And finally, Carrie, just give people information about Hofsa's house. How can they find out more about you? Where where should they go online, etc.? Thank you. Um, it's hofsashouse.com. So it's H O F is in Frank, S is in Sam, A S is in Sam, house. And um, we love talking to our guests. So uh, if they want to give us a call, it's 831 624 2745. And because we have unique rooms, we want to make sure we put people in a room that um, gives them the amenities they're looking for. Uh, whether it's an ocean view, a kitchen, a private balcony, or a fireplace. So um, we, we really enjoy talking with our guests. So we encourage people to call. And I should mention that Carmel, that Hofsa's house, and Carmel in general, is maybe one of the most pet-friendly places on the planet. Yes, yes, you're right. Ha- um, uh, approximately half of our inns in Carmel are pet-friendly. And, of course, we, we do owe some of that to Doris Day, when she purchased the Cypress Inn in the 70s, and she opened up her um, hotel to animals. Um, And secondly, it's very unusual that you can actually go on our beautiful white sand beach uh, and the dogs can be off-leash. So that's unusual. 
And of course, many of our restaurants, as you noticed when you were here, mm-hmm. um, have outdoor heated dining. So you can take your, your dog with you and have a wonderful meal in Carmel. And so even a few restaurants have doggy menus. So <laughs> <laughs> we, we, do do, we do welcome our, our furry friends. Gary, thank you so much for spending time with us. Uh, I really appreciate Jeff. It's been a pleasure, and thank you so much. Thank you. You're listening to NapaBroadcasting.com, Napa Valley Radio for the way we live now.